Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hey, Marie, what's is Taylor Swift music now sports music? Is that like an official thing? It most likely, I assume. And she's probably, I think you said this before in the program when this all started happening with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift that she's probably going to come out with some sports bangers. She's going to come out with some sports bangers. So the other day, Steve or at Ar- least about her relationship with a football player. Yeah. Welcome to Get Out of Work if you just got off work. Welcome to the program. Welcome back to Sports Talk if you took some time off during the summer. I'm Fred Slow, Steve Palmasano with me. We're live at the ABQ Duke store, A. Marie, back at the studio. The the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing's interesting, Steve, because you hated Taylor Swift 10 minutes ago, and now you love her. I will never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> ever. Get back together. That's so sweet. The she the other day she tweeted. Here's how weird this country we're in is. The other day she tweets, "Hey, get registered to vote." The other day she tweets that right X is it or whatever, and her link received a crazy number, hundred thousand like pass throughs, right? And of that, those people checked to see if they were registered, and if it wasn't, it was something like she registered some thirty five thousand people to vote over the course of one tweet. This is incredible. Like, regardless of your belief system, regardless of whatever you got going on, register to vote, have an impact in your community and the nation. I suggest start with your muni elections. Yeah. I see Sunday. I guess I see Sunday. So I saw it yesterday. I see these, like, videos on YouTube where there's, like, pastors or there's, like, community guys that are, like, we have to now counteract the Taylor Swift we have to do and I'm like, I am very confused. I am incredibly confused how a person could not be having the most opposite Chicago Bears week in Taylor Swift doing all the things correctly, registering people to vote, getting superstar boyfriends that play for the Chiefs, having not just the top song, but the top ten songs in the country. Like she is on top of the world, but for whatever reason, people will find a way to just Spread putrid and hate Van Nunley rejoining us on the program. Does it blow your mind, Van, how people that, like, are literally living their best lives and making the best input they can just receive vitriol from so many others? Um, Am I the show that is – am I the person who's surprised, who has a show that's directly fueled by haters, that haters exist against Taylor Swift? No. No, I am not surprised. She is successful and nice and sweet and beloved by hundreds of millions of people. Of course she's going to have haters. Look, I am adjacently one of them. Yeah. I can give three flying expletives about her music, her life, blah, blah, blah. I know she exists. I know how big of an impact she has on our world. And I understand that she is a nice person. So I'm going to give her a pass for all that garbage music because she's so nice. She's and done. I understand her impact. I'm a big fan of her fight against the music industry. I'm a big fan of her fight against streaming. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of her. Ticketmaster? Yep. Yeah. I'm a big fan of her efforts 
to mobilize the youth of this country sure. to be involved in political awareness. I didn't realize the impact of her rub, though. Right. The Taylor Swift rub, figuratively and literally, is the best thing that can ever happen to a human being. Amory told me today, Travis Kelsey has got 500,000-plus new Graham followers. What? And in my estimation, that number's low. I thought the Taylor Swift bump would be in the tens of millions, not just, I mean, 500,000. That's a lot. It will that, get there. I'm going to tell you why. Because Swifties are down the middle right now. They're like mad. They're like they don't want her dating a football player, or they're waiting to see if they actually like him. Five hundred thousand for this like public appearance in two days is pretty good. It's incredibly good, guys. I don't know why we think that's not the most impressive one and a half day swing in the history of social media from a guy who us and everyone listening to the show would argue is more popular than Taylor Swift. She, Travis Kelsey is not. He is not. He is not even close. Ten Travis Kelsey's isn't as popular he's, as Taylor Swift. According to Steve, he's not even Jay Novacek. Right. Yo. I got you, Steve. Yo. I got you. Okay. His I don't jersey, think he's available, though, for Taylor. We don't know. No. We don't know. Oh, I don't know. The His jersey, is is it the number one selling jersey in the NFL now? Is it, that it, Catapulted from it catapulted from the twenties to top five, four hundred percent increase in two days. So he sold five more. <laughs> Steve, you tell me you're a small business owner without telling me you're a small business owner. <laughs> Steve goes percents. What's the total cumulative percentage? What are Piazza's numbers? Yeah, what's his what's his sales at? He called me. He's like, we better have more than four hundred percent. That's what Piazza said? Yeah. I would have said, if Mike Piazza calls my cell phone, first of all, I'm screenshotting that. <laughs> I need that moment forever. There's a handful of dudes. I think he's one of those dudes. Yeah. Also, yeah. one of the most legendary happenstance things that's happened over the weekend with Kelsey and Swift. Have we decided on a nickname, by the way? I thought we went with Swelsey. Swelsey. Okay. That's not bad. I'm into it. Let me chew on it a little more. Okay. You got the jersey sales. You got the Instagram followers. Yeah. You got bazillions of teenagers learning, bazillions. The, <laughs> learning the rules of football. Anybody seen his stat line? Seven catches, a touchdown, 69 yards. The weekend that he starts hooking up with uh, Taylor Swift, he has 69 yards. Hmm. Nice. That is legendary numbers. Do you, A. Marie told me she thought all the Swifties were buying the jersey so they'd have something to burn whenever... Yeah. Taylor eventually breaks up with him. Right. Yeah, well, you know what? You know, part of the Chiefs prenup. fans are going to be so annoyed because Swifties are so crazy and so loyal. You know, they're all going to travel and go to that Chiefs game now. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of legit, super hardcore Chiefs fans. Same. Same. Conversely, the last decade, I know so many bandwagon wannabe Chiefs fans. Yeah. And even they will be mad at the Swifties there, joining the cult. There are people in this city that are industry adjacent to what we do that breathe the Kansas City Chiefs. Sure. And I will make fun of them on air. I'll make fun of Patrick Mahomes. I'll make fun of, of Andy Reid. I will do these low-hanging fruit make fun ofs. And these people who are industry adjacent, who understand the game, they go, you know, you're a real bully, dude. <laughs> I got so sensitive about the Chiefs? Like, the dude Chiefs fans right now, Taylor Swift, that sounds like a cool guy. Is he related to DeAndre? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. what's going on right uh-huh. now with NFL fans. 
like playing the Dumby card. You're not Dumbies. I mean, anybody our age and younger, 100% in the 100 percentile knows who Taylor Swift is. Maybe you can't pick her out of a lineup. Maybe you're like me who could go his whole life without noticing one of her songs playing because you don't know any song besides the Shake It Off one. That's fine. That's also fine. But you know who she is. Yes. Everyone knows who she is. The social media stuff is wild, too, because it's like I saw, I was looking at Steve's Twitter, and Steve was like, can you believe she's eating chicken nuggets with ketchup? I'm like, Steve, I, I don't think your focus is on the right aspect here. Also, so she a, has made it known that chicken fingers are her favorite food. So, so, see, oh. my thing was made up. I just made my thing up. Oh, God. No, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Hey, Marie's a Swifty. Uh, yes. She's yes. always been a Swifty, I've, even I've before been Swifty, Kelsey. Yeah, even before Kelsey and since she was country. Oh. She is a little back. bit country. Going way back. She's a little bit. So do you think he? they've already. Since he's 2004, already said, I've been a Swifty. I'll go out with you, Taylor, but you cannot write a song about no, I don't think no. he said the whole. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his what? girl, uh, his ex-girlfriend. He didn't say, okay, Swift. have your people call my people. Taylor Swift <laughs> lawyers are going to be exponentially better than Travis Kelsey's. Also, this, yeah. the song writes itself. The song is called 187. And what it is, it's, um, what are you guys laughing at? I'm trying to give you the lyrics to the song right now. Please go. I'm the one. He's the eight seven. We could write this whole thing out. Like, it's like, and he, he killed me emotionally. Like, it's a whole thing. You just write the whole thing. I think you could do better. I, I, think, I think I think. Dear Chat GPT. So 187 has been done quite a lot in the gangster rap world. You don't think that's Taylor's next? You think next? Taylor Swift can rebrand the number 187? <clears throat> no, sure. but, well, she, mm, Also, she lives young. for 89 in the number 13. You, see, you got to sit on it. Uh, my understand those references. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I, it's okay. You don't have to. My my favorite social. You know, obviously, there's been a lot of memes, a lot of talk, a lot of tweets, a lot of whatever on this whole Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey thing. My favorite thing was Travis Kelsey's ex came out today and was like, "He's a cheater, Taylor. Be careful." Of course. Listen, she doesn't ca- play on the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every young Philadelphia Eagle fan who's also a Swifty is in shambles right now. Shambles. Shambles. They cannot handle the dichotomy that they have going now because they probably only became Philadelphia Eagles fans because Taylor Swift told them to. And now she's dating the Kansas City Chief who just beat their Eagles in the Super Bowl. And now they're going to have to get rid of all their Eagles jerseys and put on all these new Travis Kelsey's jerseys that they just brought from all over the world. Didn't he... First, reach out because he had some wristband. It's, that he a, gave work, her. it's a work, Steve. Yeah. The whole thing is a work. He, he there's a sh- sh- he shot his shot, man. He like put no, it out there. He's like, you not, rocked Arrowhead. Come see me, oh rock Arrowhead. God. You guys not even know who Pete Davidson is. That was, this, I do know who Pete Davidson is. No, it has nothing to do with the wristband. That's the work. That's the angle they put out there. They have been doing this thing That's for some PR time. Move. That's a PR move. Yeah. At the time that that thing happened, they had already been sometime intertwined. They had already, for some time, been been it's already been an entanglement. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's been it's been a whole it's been a whole thing. They're they're uh, what's Van? What's that secret society you talk about all the time that runs the Earth? Uh, Cowboys fans. Yes. Yeah. So they've been in that for so very long already, and that bracelet podcast story 
was them testing the waters. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Just like like the the most famous celebrity couple of all time, Van. Go ahead. Uh, George and Martha Washington. Okay, it's it's Macho Man <laughs> Randy Savage and Miss okay. Elizabeth. And Mar- whenever Marilyn and Jody. Who are those people? Yeah. <laughs> are they new? Chat GBT gave me a banger song. Steve. But the point is yeah. No, go ahead. Steve, the, even the Cowboys are uh, on board with this, so you better become a Swifty. Micah Parsons tweeted out, My brothers, one woman can change your life. Start shooting. As he is referring to Travis Kelsey shooting his shot with Taylor Swift. God, there's better words. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Just, Not in this political climate, <laughs> <do> Micah. <laughs> Donald Trump held a gun yesterday. That's a felon. Mm. Like, what is he doing? Felons can't hold weapons. They can't do that. They got to stop doing that. You quit giving evidence of your crimes, you fool. Oh, God. Worst that's... criminal ever. Also that's... best criminal ever. Never get in trouble. But Micah Parsons not only put out that tweet, had like a, a video plea to all of the NFL to start shooting their shot and hooking up with famous people to give more attention outside of football fans. What's the point of becoming famous if you don't? That, I mean, sure. That's yeah. the whole reason to get famous. Yeah. To shoot your shot? To shoot your shot. If, you're not, if you're not like a, a Kurt Warner type, they got like a bazillion kids with your high school sweetheart or whatever, if you're not that, do the Kelsey thing. Like that's a good one. Try that one out for a minute. How do, how do we know it was him? Maybe he she reached out first. You know, back to Fred's original point, it might be like some uh, Illuminati like blood oath. Kind yeah, of. that's what this is. Yeah, some weird. <laughs> I don't. All the people in the world, she would reach out to Travis Kelsey. No, she and he did not make this decision. Oh, somebody else did. No, yeah, yeah, Reed. they're they're overlords who are pulling the strings. Yeah. Up there, you know, you know, you know, Steve, they, you know what Taylor Swift has the same thing. A Marie has a manager Mm -hmm. and that person set it up for her and Travis Kelsey. That's what happened. Right. Mm -hmm. It was Taylor Swift's manager. I mean, of all people, matchmaker, matchmaker. her dad. I mean, her dad is her manager. Was it Britney Spears? No, not on that level. That's a conservative ship. That's a whole other thing. No, a conservative ship. <laughs> that's not correct. That's that's uh, that's what Sean Payton's in. Oh, ouch! Yeah. <laughs> Conserve how many points he's going to score. <laughs> <laughs> the texter is upset with our opinion on the Cowboys and the quarterback for New Mexico State. Hawk sent us a message. We'll go into that whenever we get back because I think he's got points. Uh oh! But I don't let my fandom get in the way here. I calls it like I sees it. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Wayne. Wayne, what time of the day were you born? What time of the day? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think like 12. I don't know. There's two 12s. I like that answer. That's Sweet. a good answer. <laughs> Somewhere between 1 and 12. <laughs> All these guys on Twitter, guys and gals, Wayne, on Twitter, they're trying to see how compatible Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are by their birth times. Oh, wow. That's totally a, totally a whole, what they call a Swifty kind of mindset. But yeah, yes. it's crazy. I mean, I, you guys always do a lot of sports adjacent, so I definitely want to chime into the whole sports adjacent. I, I just definitely think Taylor Swift is running out of content, especially with her tour ending and stuff. Or I think she was just trying to find someone else she could break up with to write a new song about a football player. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see that. because There's going to be a lot of fans of his. During that time, new fans 
Uh, but as soon as they break up, they're all going to hate him and, and bash him. I just hope she puts the same kibosh on uh, him like she did the NBA teams. Every time she was on a tour <laughs> in their city, they lost. So I hope they do that with the Kansas City Chiefs, too. So uh, it, it definitely seems, But it definitely seems more like a ploy. Like, unfortunately, Taylor Swift's infamous for dating a lot of guys who are top of their peak at the time and then gets hurt with them and then writes a song about them. So the pretty soon curse. we'll see a Travis Kelsey song. Uh, hopefully it's a good song because uh, uh, I really don't like the guy, so I hope it's kind of a bash on him. That's just my take on that, guys. What else is up, Wayne? How was your sports weekend? It was good. Can you hear me? Yep. You got all that? Yeah, every piece. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah, it was rough. It was a rough weekend. My youth kids lost, and then the uh, Cowboys lost, and the only upside to that was my Longhorns won. So aside from that, it was, it was a kind of rough weekend. For sports, but and then Colorado got the butt kick, so that was that was fun to watch too. Now hold on, did you care before Dion if Colorado got their butt kicked, or is this a Dion only caring? It's a Dion only caring. My, even my son's like, I everybody needs to get off his stuff because it's <laughs> like I get I Thank get you. it. I mean, he had death, but like even the Oregon coach said, he says uh, prime uh, coaches for clicks. I coach for wins, and he said that after he whooped him forty-two to six. So. I mean, I get it. You're trying to publicize them, but you're not Miami yet. You're not the Hurricanes yet. So you can't have that mind, bad boy mindset and, and be cocky and dominant if you can't even back it up yet. So my favorite calm thing. Down, of, calm down a little bit. It's okay. But my favorite thing that, about that a social, right my favorite thing about a, uh, like a big statement on how stupid social media is, is whenever you stage it perfectly for social media, just uh-huh. like Oregon did. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, whatever, whatever you can do for poster board, right? Whatever you can do to help motivate your team. Uh, you he definitely knew he was being re- – be good, Wayne. He definitely he knew did. what he was doing. He definitely knew he was being recorded. He definitely knew exactly what he was talking about, and he put it out there in the exact clickable way that every single thing Deion Sanders does. Yep. Yeah, they, they staged it perfectly. Staged perfectly. It's not like someone just pulled out their phone like, oh, I think this might get good. You know, that thing was on the whole time. They're like, oh, okay, he's me. He's at the 32-second mark. He's about to say it. Camera's on. Yep. Cut it here. Share. Yep. From the texter. More viral than anything Dion said all weekend. Good point. Yeah. Friend of the show, Hawk, uh, sends, a, sends us a tough one. We're a big fan of Hawk. And he says, I'm fixing on giving three Fs to two men on the show with all this Cowboys bashing and calling Pavia. <laughs> calling Pavia a loser. At least no one was hurt. Remember, Pavia is a national champ and a young man that made a questionable decision, not a loser. That's friend of the show, Hawk. I'm going to say this about that. And also, I've kind of heard some other stories now. So my original understanding was the Pavia situation happened Friday night before the Saturday game. Mm-hmm. UNM found out on Monday, communicated to Mexico State mm-hmm. immediately. That might not necessarily be the story now. The story okay. may be this happened at some sort of camp beforehand. There's some weird stuff going on. I tried reaching out to an insider to figure it out. Calls not returned at the time of this broadcast. I guess I don't know the entirety of the story the way that I thought I did. I got a real question mark. And you know, if the word loser is too harsh for, for fans of the Pavia family, for fans of New Mexico State. Sure. Okay. If you need me to change that word to something else, I'll change it. I'll change it to questionable. You want to say idiot? Maybe. I'll slide in the word idiot. But to, yeah, I, he's a, we, we prefaced our analysis on that situation by saying he is a young yep. student athlete. These guys are still children. Developing. Like, very, 
very loosely throwing around the word adult yeah. when you're talking about college students. I, I, I will not say that in my 20s I'm going to justify all of my behavior. But this guy peed indoors on the Rivals logo. Don't ever try to defend any no. tiny bit of that. That's not the one. You can use whatever adjective, adverb you want to describe this kid, idiot, loser, whatever. It's yeah. all going to be too harsh because he's a kid. He's a kid. I mean, I could talk about a 21, 22-year-old like that. If he was 12, I'm not using the same verbiage. No. But it's still just as stupid. And, the, you know, and, and just to write off Hawk's text here to the Sports Animal text line, 505 Sports you. Animal's text line. The Cowboys talk is the rubber band effect of us getting fooled mm. into thinking that they're the yeah. world beaters that we saw in the first two weeks. And I'm not really mad at Cowboys. I'm mad at myself. Sure. Because I, I drank the Kool-Aid. It's a lot of cowboy aid. Yeah. If you, Hawk, regular friend of the show, OG friend of the show. Very good friend of the yeah. show. Who's got two thumbs and predicted the Cowboys to lose in the Super Bowl? This guy. You did. Right here. Yeah. Am I regretting that a little bit right now by losing to what I thought was the worst team in the NFL? Uh, yeah, sure. Joining us before the break, we'll try to sneak he in, friend of the show, Lenny, who uh, will tell you right away he had picked the Cardinals over the Cowboys this weekend. Lenny, welcome to the show. No, I didn't, but I did pick the Jets to lose. They just didn't cover the spread, I don't think. <laughs> but I'm excited now. They they signed Trevor Simeon, so that means we won't get relegated to the XFL. That's <laughs> But we are heading to the number one draft pick for next right. season. You see, oh, if you want Caleb Williams, leave in Zach Wilson. That's the play. Trevor Simeon's good right, enough right, to right. win you a couple Trevor games. Simeon, the last time Trevor Simeon played for the Jets, he played one and a half quarters and damaged his ankle when he was out for the season in relief of world beater Sam Darnold. Okay. If you can't beat him, join him. Where's Mike White at? Seems to be an Mike White is in Miami. Washington. Oh, Miami. He actually played the other day. He was two He's for two, scored. and he threw a touchdown, I think. <laughs> so how bad is I, Have you ever – now, let's say – go back to Sean Payton real quick. He says that Wilson needs to stop kissing the babies, but Wilson wasn't on the field for the 70 points that was given up. Because he doesn't play defense. I guess yeah, that yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Different position, yep. different side of the ball. I understand, but it goes down to the coach. Now, I've never seen a live video game before, but that was as close as you can get. You had a rookie running back score four touchdowns and run for 212 yards. After the game, someone pronounced my name wrong. <laughs> okay. Arcane or whatever is it? Anyway, sixth-round draft pick. But he was the fastest player in the draft. And this was without Jalen Waddle. Otherwise, they might have scored 85. There's probably some truth to that as well. No, they still so, could have. They scored 70 they points. They didn't want to go for left. the record and embarrass the other team. I give them respect for that. So let's just go real quick, pick for the end of the year. Is it inconceivable to see Miami and San Francisco in the Super Bowl? No, it's very conceivable. Oh, you see, mean the two best teams in the NFL bad. right now? I mean, Dallas, I think, was disjointed from losing Tavon Diggs. And they were, something in their head got it. And sometimes you need a good loss to get back on track. So I'm not good worrying point. about the Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I think they'll be fine. Me yeah, too. What else have, is in the NFC? Lenny, we could have all the Cowboys hate on here, a lot of punchlines about the Cowboys. But I'm credit not making to the Cardinals. They lost they're, the game, so what? How many other teams that were predicted to do good so far haven't been doing good? I only watched the one. The yeah, any, any given Sunday, yada, yada, yada. 
The Cardinals and secondary was fantastic. The coach, uh, I want to congratulate Brandon Staley for going on fourth on one on their own 24 to almost give the game away. <laughs> Wait, well, who's this guy's coaching from? What analytics says a minute to go in the game, you're up by four. Let's go for it. Didn't trust the defense. The friggin' Camilleri crime family okay, who still owns one of the casinos in Vegas. The He's their coach. Imploded at the time of the punt. He even if he jacked it out of bounds ten yards down the field, that's still better than the position they gave him. Still won. It's inconsistent. <laughs> I'm hoping Harbar just at the end of the season comes on over, and then Brandon Staley ends up with Josh McDaniel in Dallas. I mean in. Las Vegas, and the two of them could look like they're, uh, you know, children of the corn. It's terrible. And, and Garoppolo really looks good. Garoppolo is interesting because he should not suck the way that he's sucking. Really? He. When did he ever have an all pro or that you could say, this is my guy? You're making a good point, but I thought this was going to be the one where he had the backing, he had the support, he had the talent behind him, he had the talent on the outside. Okay, let's put, let's, let's go to the flip side. When did Josh McDaniel ever mentor a coach as a head coach, mentor a quarterback to become elite? As a head coach, not as a coordinator, as a head coach. Well, I don't. I don't believe that's been done. Sure. It's not been done. It's just like me not getting below 200 pounds. Things that don't happen. <laughs> Okay. It's just it's just a bad deal. And I know we can't talk NBA, but I'm just going to give you some insight to a trade that will happen, and okay. it's going to be Damon Lillard to Chicago. I'd be into that. Not Miami, because they have no one to trade. Put a little, little bit least, of relevancy in the East. I like this a lot. You know, at least we have that. But in terms of football, the season is just all convoluted. I can't see Kansas City coming out of the East. Let's visit that whenever we get back from the break. Lenny, you're the absolute best. I think it's too soon. I think it's too soon to do, like, complete playoff predictions. But That's as what I we look, do. Yeah, but as right. we look at the AFC West. Yeah. Um... I got to lean into my Jaguars over Cowboys a couple more weeks until I look like a bigger fool. The quarterback in L.A., Herbert, is the only guy to not turn the ball over all season. By the way, uh, Uh, deja vu, Tua Tagavaya Laga Laga Puga Laga Higa. Yeah. Last year was 3-0, eight touchdowns, two picks, looking like a world beater. That's when he started getting hurt. The sports animal, Watch out, Dolphin fan. The Sports Animal text line is going crazy with Aggie fan. Um, I get it. They beat UNM. Mm-hmm. They didn't beat Hawaii. Right. And your quarterback still did that weird stuff. Sure. If you're in a vacuum where you believe the only thing that matters is between the starting and the stopping whistle of the play of the game, you're very confused right. on what's going on with art and artist. And, and I don't. I don't think you get the point. I get it. New Mexico State won. They beat UNM. We saw it. And then after that, we saw this weirdo video. As this morning show pointed, it, the Rio Grande rival P. Very clever. You then lost to Hawaii.
You lost to Hawaii. Who, who doesn't, doesn't have a stadium? They don't have a stadium. They played in a public park. And UM, UNM beat UMass in one of the most exciting games of the year last week. And we haven't given enough love to that because of how bad the Cowboys have been. Haven't shot anybody or peed indoors. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This. We're back from the break, and we were a little bit late coming back because some friends of the show were in getting some Dukes hats. And all right, so we just had a guy coming to the Albuquerque Dukes store, right? Yep. So, so he buys a hat, yep. and he's wearing an Albuquerque Dukes hat that's like, I mean, I think it's got to be five, six, seven years old, right? Looked like it. Yeah, and it's, it's it, it looks like it's a, it, that's an everyday wear hat he has on. It's it's got the the stains and the and the New Mexico life, and he's buying the brand new. A with the Zia, the super nice one you guys have. And then he starts just telling the best freaking hat stories. And I'm like, yeah. why do I fall in love it's with like, weird? It, we got to go back on air. Yeah. I'm like, I want to talk about your sweet new era collection, how we love. Yeah. You know, he said he had 600, 600, 600 hats, 600 new era hats. He said, there's something fun too about like, I like minor league logos. I like, but we use like the Dukes as an example, like teams of like days gone by are just as fun and yeah. like i in my well i got st louis brown stuff you know mm-hmm. what i mean i got all kinds of stuff at my place which i don't know why i don't ever wear it out like i for some reason i put it on like a mantle and just <laughs> yeah that's my st louis brown stuff yeah. like i could wear that places yeah sweet i had a lot of retro oilers gear until well you know the whole warren moon you thing. hate warren moon. i hate warren moon. all right so for the friends of the show that haven't been with us mm-hmm. for some time because it hasn't been football season we haven't told the warren moon story in a while sure steve do you know this I story i don't think i do amory are you up to speed on the warren moon situation no but i do have a warren moon viking jersey oh let's burn it together yeah, would you like to donate it no. towards okay. van ran into warren moon and back-to-back super bowls and at the first one warren moon did Van as dirty as any human being could ever do another human being? Well, hold on. Now, hold on. We're all involved in one of them. Okay, correct. Yeah. And then me personally. <laughs> so Warren Moon, his handler, books an interview with our program correct. at the Super Bowl. It makes sense. And I was like, oh, cool, Warren Moon. You know, he inspired me quarterback growing up in Houston, Texas. I'm really excited for this. So they had to cancel because their roundtable panel um, got moved to another time. You know, me and uh, our old co-host, uh, Robert Buck D. Gibson, right. we, we go to the panel, say hi to Warren Moon and say, hey, you know, sorry you had to reschedule. Love to, if you got time, fill it in, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, cool, walked away. And I was like, all right, he must have been busy or something, whatever. No, no, no worries. Go back to work and do a great week of television. F- fool me once. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then we see him at the Lee Steinberg party. Which is a fun party. It's a fun It's a big deal. Good deal. All the superstars throughout the world right. are there. Sports, music, television. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just everyone's there. Everyone, he, he is everyone's manage her. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Lee Steinberg, the, the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. Correct. Yeah. He's Jay Moore's character in Jerry he's Maguire. He's Jay Moore. Yeah, he's Jay Moore in Jerry Maguire. Big deal. So I see Warren Moon again, and I was like, okay. Well, I would love to have like 30 seconds with Warren Moon and tell him the story of a small child from Houston, Texas, 
who he was his hero. Not even on air. Up. Not even got, on air. Got his nope. Not on air. Yep. Not an interview. Just wanted just to say hi. Let him know that he had an impact on a young man's life. He's the reason that I wanted to play quarterback, mm-hmm. and I did until I blew my knee out. I walk up to the guy, and he's in a semicircle of people. You're telling me there's an opening in the circle that you can safely enter. I would have slid right in. Got it. Slid right in. Navigated it. Walked right up to like him. his DM. Yes, yeah, exactly. You would have slid in easily like, like it was oily, like an oiler. Right. And then as soon as I walk up, I was like, hey, excuse me. It was a lull in conversation. Yeah. Timed it perfectly. You know me. I'm socially aware. Sure. Walk up to him. I was like, excuse me, Mr. Moon. He backhands me, Steve. He puts his hand up. Like a sassy middle school girl in the 90s saying, talk to the hand, literally puts his hand in front of my face, stops me from talking, and turns his attention back around. To the conversation that had just concluded. Correct. He hits you with the L7 weenie. Yeah. Yeah. And And then after that, I was like, oh, my. So as as an adult, as someone who works in sports entertainment, didn't bother me none. Don't care. Athletes, actors, musicians, they're just normal people like all of us, and most of them act like that. Van is lying through his teeth but right now. He Hollywooded me <laughs> as he Hollywooded me as hard as humanly possible. Yes. And me, the adult, didn't care. But that little child <laughs> on the inside who grew up an Oilers fan was about as hurt mm. as one human could be. And and what do we do? Us rowdy kids from Texas when we're hurt? We go on the offensive. Yes. We get angry. Also, Steve, with us at the time, now on a competitor here in town, but Robert Buckty Gibson, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, Van, you can't let him do you like that. <laughs> oh, Van, we got to get even here. Yeah. Oh, Van, it's got to be. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not getting in a physical altercation with a NFL Hall of Famer right. at the coolest party of the year. And I'm not there. I'm not doing that to us. Or you were feet away, no. and you had no idea what was going on. Because I, Steve, was I was having a conversation with – Sasha Banks, who was like a WWE <laughs> wrestler, and there was nothing else in the universe to me. I was just like, I was just like between words, I'm wiping drool from my mouth, and I'm like, you're the greatest of all time. I can't believe you, you sure. climbed to the top of a ladder so fast. <laughs> By the way, one day I'm going to start Duke City Championship Wrestling. <laughs> like, that yeah. was me. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to do the exact same thing. Yeah. A little football fan from Houston, Texas, wanted to send a shout-out to his favorite player growing yes. up. And he Hollywoods the hell out of me. Let's fast forward one year. One calendar year. Exactly one year to the Lee Steinberg party. Inve- one year whole, to the day. Whole other city. Yeah. We're, also, it's Van's birthday. It's mm-hmm. a whole other city. This is it's, correct. It's Van's birthday, both of these things, which we have not mentioned. Van has been, like, head on a swivel uh-huh. for the entire week we're at the Super Bowl. You came yep. to the Super Bowl with this, Steve. Like, Van's head is on a swivel. As he's he's trying to find Warren Moon. Sure. Like, the, Warren Moon is not going to escape his wrath. Yeah. We find Warren Moon. Oh, man. So we're walking. I don't even – I'm looking for him all week. Just try to talk some smack, you know, blah, 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 whatever is going to end up happening. The joke all week is I'm going to have a physical altercation mm-hmm. with Warren Moon. Obviously. Every time Van, like, cracks his knuckles or uh-huh. whatever, we're like, oh, here, Warren Moon. I start, I start stretching. <laughs> So, anyways, we're walking up exactly a year to the day to the exact same party. Different venue, different city, same people. Different venue, different city, same people, same party, okay? Walking up to the red carpet. Who is taking pictures on the red carpet? One 
one set of group in front of us. Like yes. the like we are next for our same level of celebrity photo as Warren Moon. Correct. So we're walking up, and I'm this joking. Is, oh, this is the best. And I'm telling Fred and uh, and Robert, and I'm like, guys, it's about to happen. You guys got my back. His, their security looks like I'm really like, big. I'm <laughs> loosening my tie. Yeah. Like, like Robert is, like, making sh- – like, he's getting ready to take off his J's so he doesn't yeah. crease them. No, in nice. real life, they're grabbing the back of my suit, and they're like, don't you dare do this to us. <laughs> so I get away from them two, and they think I'm about to start something with Warren Moon. Yes. So what I actually do is I pull out my iPhone, and I'm like, excuse me, sir, will you take our picture? <laughs> so I, I, instead of some, some verbal fisticuffs mm-hmm. or actual fisticuffs, I uh, ask Warren Moon to take our picture on without the red carpet. Him. <laughs> without him in oh, it. Oh, gosh. Not a selfie. Not Warren Moon in Just the picture. I ask him, you never like s- a normal person who I don't know who he is in real life, you never seen to a- take our picture. No, in the history of your life, Steve, you've never seen a black dude get so beat red, uh, mad, yeah. like as insulted as any human had ever been. And it was, it was as if it was, all, it, yeah, it was all washed away. Uh-huh. There's, there's no more punchlines. There's no more anything to any level aside from the time that Pat McAfee made fun of your mustache. So, like, uh, Warren had, like, a this mother bleep moment. Yes. And, like, his security, like, just grabbed him by the shirt, like, pulled him away. Oh, and then, it's and then, the best. And then we took our picture and went into the party. It was the best. And I felt vindicated. Nice. Vandicated. So, Warren Moon, eat a bag of farts, you loser. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the ice tubs game. I know we got to go to break, Amory. I'm so very sorry. Can I can I just finish my story? You can you finish your story, then go to break. Okay, I just thank you. Uh, yeah, I just really appreciate that. So we're at the Isotopes game the other day, and um, we're interviewing Cole Tucker. So Cole Tucker walks up to the table, and it's me and Van and Jake Cassio. And Cole Tucker says to Jake Cassio, "Sweet mustache, bro." <laughs> and Van's sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> Van, he gives Van no love, and I'm having these deja vu's of Pat McAfee. <laughs> Just complimenting another guy in not Van's mustache, complimenting Jared Hart's mustache. And Van, uh-huh. like, I, for two times in a row, watched Van become, like, Casper. Like, <laughs> of skin, just just all the life gone from you. Cause... Well, there's, there's some different X's in the equation. Oh, yeah? Because at the Super Bowl, when Pat McAfee just skipped over my beautiful mustache, <laughs> it was a wonderfully curated handlebar mustache uh-huh. that took legit human effort. Yes. The ice topes last week, it's just a mustache. It's just like a guy who hasn't shaved in a couple weeks. But my reaction was But my... the second that it happened, I looked over at Fred. I'm like, I'm not going to hear the end of <laughs> this, this again. Cole Tucker hates <laughs> your mustache. Deja, deja vu all over again. Oh, gosh. 505-246-0610. Make fun of Van whenever we get back. Sports Animal text line and chat line. Also, tons of NFL talk. I think I got the story of the day. It involves who should be the quarterback for the New York Jets. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, home of Thursday Night Football, the sports animal. Van and I are not therapists. We're not your therapist. Accurate. But if you say there, I'm pissed, you can call the show, 505-246-0610. Friend of the show, Max, joining us on the sports animal phone line. what's going on, man? You guys are cowboy haters, though. Today we are. (laughs) It's a low bar today. You know what? We'll see this weekend. It's going to be a test. This is one this weekend. What do you What do you think the outcome is going to be, Max? 
now I think we're going to pull it off. But what I'm saying, you can't doubt the Cowboys, though, because you know what? Every given Sunday, that's how it is. I'm a big fan of that ideal. I like sure. that ideal. Yep. I don't think They're New England is. Yeah, I don't think New England's the toughest opponent in the history of the world. Playing in Dallas is a big deal. But, yeah. you know, after that, like, don't look past New England. Don't look at San Francisco yes. on the 8th. Oh, I love San Francisco. I can't. I could barely wait for that one because we're going to expose them big time. Kyle Shanahan is not his dad. Mike Shanahan's a real coach, not Kyle. Max, do you believe that the mascot is part of the problem? Good question. What mascot? Um, There's been a, just to let you know, it sounds like you're a Cowboys fan, that Cowboys fans are starting a petition to get rid of, um, to remove Rowdy. Your Cowboys oh, Rowdy, mascot. I, I never liked Rowdy. Oh, so he? you think he <laughs> yeah. is part of the problem? No, I'm just saying Rowdy was not like a, I don't know. I didn't like him as a mascot. Yeah, well, they're thinking he's part of the problem since he's been there since oh, 1996. Yeah. Do you think part of the problem for the Cowboys this upcoming weekend will be Ezekiel Elliott knowing everything about them and giving all oh, the information yeah, to the Patriots? And Zeke's then... a freak. I know. Zeke is good. But what I'm saying any running back these days, they could replace him. It doesn't matter. Dang. Take that, Tony Pollard. I mean, is, is, is <laughs> Zeke is, like no, a Kyle? Is... Fresh. Fresh league. That's <laughs> all you, a, you know what I mean? Is Zeke a Kyler guy who didn't study the playbook anyways, so he's not going to give yeah. the Patriots any advantage whatsoever? No, no, but Belichick is a genius. He's, he's a great coach. You can never leave him out, bottom line. Max, are you calling for Dax Prescott's head and putting in the best quarterback in the NFL, mm. Cooper Rush? Good question. Are you on my boat? I don't know. I'm frustrated <laughs> with Dak. What about Trey Lance? Trey Lance? He has potential, but you know what? Dak is just, I don't know. He replaced Tony Romo, and Tony Romo loved the Cowboys. He wanted to win a championship, but he just had bad luck. And that's bottom line. And he replaced him. So what can he say? I I want for the Cowboys yeah. to do well. I want them to have a winning record, not a 500 record, going into the 49ers yeah. game. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen, or is Ezekiel Elliott going to expose the Dallas Cowboys through a strong run game <laughs> and the New England Patriots? No, the Patriots have a good defense. That's the whole thing. And Dak, he gets frustrated when he plays, you know, against good defenses. That's the whole problem with the Cowboys. Max, you're the best, brother. All right, bro. Thank hey, you. Luck, lucky for the Cowboys, Mac Jones is the quarterback of the Patriots. So they got that going for him, which is nice. When Max phones, he says, yeah, just Kyle's not his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Super like that. One hour of the program left. When we get back, more NFL talk, a little bit of Major League Baseball talk as well as we're going to talk Major League Baseball playoff picture. We're going to have some fun with that. But that's not the story of the day. The story of the day is I've been calling, but you're not answering, so I'll send a letter. More on that whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.